You're listening to Dramas Over Flowers with Saya, Anissa and Parama. Welcome my favorite listeners, this is your host Parama. And yes, we have been away for a while and it was completely unplanned. But as it turns out, very necessary for our collective mental health. Sometimes you just gotta do these things, even though you don't think the time is right. Okay, so we absolutely plan on coming back really soon. We have a few episodes recorded and we'll probably be back to our regularly scheduled programming uh, by next week. But before that, I wanted to release this one episode that was originally a video on my YouTube channel, link in the description. But I always thought this would make for a really good podcast episode. And since it's been getting some good responses on my channel, I asked for permission from my co-hosts and now I present to you was Hanji Byung, the real male lead of Startup. A few of you have already watched this on my channel, but for the rest of you, see, I have some theories. I hope you have the patience to go through them with me and let me know your thoughts. All right, without further ado, let's get it started. Do you guys miss Hanji Pyong from Startup? Lately, I've been wondering what it was about this character that just gripped us so much. How is it that he has been immortalized as this kind of tragic anti-hero in our hearts? And was it intentional on the show's part? Let's find out by getting into my drama notes. Let's start by talking about what made Hanji Pyong so appealing as a character. My personal take is that he compared to Nam Dusan, our actual main lead, was just more compelling. Why was he compelling? Well, let's start from the very first episode. He just had a more complex childhood, a more difficult childhood, a childhood that garnered more of our sympathy. Now, again, Nam Dusan's childhood as rainbows and sunshine as it was, he had supportive parents, he was a genius, everybody thought he was just a great kid. Basically, he was really well loved. But of course, his issue was that as much as his family had expectations, as a little boy, it was too much pressure and he ended up cheating in this one exam and he ended up getting first. And that kind of broke something inside him. He felt like he was a liar. He was a fake. And by itself, that's actually a really good backstory to a character and probably would have had our sympathy right there, except this was being pitted against Hanji Pyong's backstory where he's this orphaned boy who at a very young age has to make very adult decisions. He's the only one who can take care of himself, has realized that money and social status are the only things that can give him security and desperately wants that security to the point where he's willing to shove away the affection and, you know, like the protective... um, hand of this grandmotherly woman who kind of adopts him uh, and really tries to help him. But it's because he has that desperation in him that it's really hard to dislike him. You, You end up liking him because we can all empathize with that kind of need for security and safety. And it's not like it comes at no cost. Halwani, which is Dalmi's grandmother, is the only adult in his life who loves him genuinely wants something good for him 
and to have to cheat her or eventually have to just leave her so that he can go on his own path is really really hard for this young boy because Harmony Dalmi's grandmother was the only adult in his life who genuinely wished him well and genuinely had affection for him and he had to leave that leave her and go away so that he could establish himself the way he wanted he had a plan in his head and in his child's mind the only way he could get out of poverty and like find that social status was by following that path with no deterrence from anyone it's a very lonely existence so you're setting him up to be a far more sympathetic and also kind of charismatic character from his childhood and then of course as he grows up kim son ho's hanji pyong just keeps this character so so enigmatic he is someone who has got that success in his life he's very good at his job but he has never really had uh, a lot of affection in his life except for harmony's brief presence in his childhood so he has become a person who's capable of sympathy but just doesn't exercise it much he is very analytical and doesn't really see things beyond a black and white of like what fits in a spreadsheet so this character grows up to be somebody who needs another perspective to be thrust into his world which is what you have the rest of the cast do so in a way the drama's first half is a lot about han ji pyong about him growing up in this really lonely way him connecting with this family with harmony and through the letters with dalmi having this brief respite from his kind of really sad storyline until he grows into an adult who has achieved everything he wanted to achieve but is now also suffering the consequences of those years of isolation he's lonely he doesn't have anyone in his life except like an ai machine that he's testing out komsake drilkayo The first half is basically about Han Ji Pyong is what I'm trying to say. This is why we love this guy so much. The story really builds him up. Now why do we think that Han Ji Pyong is perfect for Dalmi? I don't think that most of us are very um attached to the idea that Hanji Pyong is better with Dalmi than Nandosan it's more that from a sort of story satisfaction point of view it would have been more satisfying to see Hanji Pyong with Dalmi for several reasons the first is of course you know their childhood connection we are kind of programmed to see sort of childhood sweethearts childhood connections as like this thing that builds like a fated love story that's what kidra must do hey you had a crush on this guy when you were 9 years old he's your fated one you will meet him almost coincidentally 25 years later and he'll still be your fated one that that's just what kidra must do so we are programmed to expect it the other thing is of course that he has such a loving and yes complex guilt-ridden but also like a grateful sweet relationship with Harmony Dalmi's grandmother that you kind of want him to become Harmony's real grandson by you know getting together with Dalmi Dalmi is kind of secondary in in this whole matter because of course as the audience we are not really looking at her choice who does she want to be with we are looking at these through a lens of conventional 
tropes what we are used to and what has always given audiences you know satisfaction when they see them happening in um, romantic storylines the final reason we kind of want him with dalmi is probably because he is perpetrating the serrano de burke trope the catfishing trope where the letter writer pretends that they are somebody else because they want to hide their own identity maybe they are ashamed of something about themselves don't want that to come in front now that is not how a uh, startup does it and i made this entire video about how startups catfish trope the serrano de burke trope is different from how it's traditionally done please go watch that but the main essence of it is that usually the man slash woman behind the words is the one who ends up with their romantic interest because while serrano is pretending to be someone else to write the letter to his sweetheart he's the man whose mind came up with all the words that won her heart it's not the looks that matter it's the insides so technically if you look at things that way it's Hanji Pyong who had been writing the letters to Dalmi uh, when they were kids so of course again you want him as the man behind the words the heart that Dalmi fell in love with as a child which i don't I, i'm not entirely sure it counts but whatever the 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 words that she had a crush on came from him not from Namdasan so all of these things together create the situation where the audience is primed to really want Hanji Pyong to win Dalmi okay so now we have established why Hanji Pyong was so attractive to us um why we really wanted him to end up with Dalmi and clearly the show built him up in the first half to make us want this pairing to happen but then why did the show We decide that Namdosan was the main lead. Why did they end up together? And Hanji Pyong was kind of left out in the cold. Why did that happen? Well, I think startups creators wanted to subvert certain tropes. The first obvious trope to subvert is the Chebol winning over the every man, or in this case, Hanji Pyong's richer, more experienced guy winning over the inexperienced, somewhat awkward. Namdosan. The drama subverts this by making Hanji Pyong's experience and suaveness not one of his strengths but one of his weaknesses. He has become cynical in life, overconfident. He misses things. He puts too much importance on uh, things like table etiquette. What he really should be focusing on is helping young, ambitious, innovative and well inexperienced startups really find their footing. So throughout the drama we see that Hanji Pyong keeps getting derailed by petty reservations and by being overly cautious whereas Namdosan without any experience in the field just with like lots of guts and lots of ambition keeps trying new things failing and then trying again and that is what ends up really really appealing to Sodalmi about him again it's not like K-dramas haven't done this before but it's always kind of satisfying to see like the weaker character like David going up against Goliath and David winning um and in this case you know Dalmi choosing the mere mortal versus the giant the other trope they kind of subverted very intentionally was giving into the sweetheart fated one storyline Dalmi chooses to be with the man she gets to know as an adult 
and not with the boyish letter writer she had fallen in love with like 10 years back we don't see that often enough in drama so i i appreciated this storyline and the third and final trope that they subverted is kind of connected with the first one they wanted the second lead to get the girl we've been having this discussion a lot in the last few years in the fandom about the beta males winning over the alpha males in uh, k drama romances more and more now while haji pyong and andosan don't really fit into the beta alpha molds there are certain characteristic traits that define uh, the you know main lead the tragic back story the aggressive hostile kind of isolated personality these things kind of make up like the alpha male lead trope again done beautifully in hanji pyong and not at all tropishly but you guys know what i'm talking about so when you have the beta male come from like behind and win the girl it's bit of a surprise and it's also definitely a subversion of what you would expect to happen in the drama because like i said in the first half most of the reasons why we wanted um dalmi and hanji pyong to get together and hanji pyong to finally be a part of halmoni's real family um was because of conventional tropes used to establish him as kind of the main lead which brings us to the drama did this on purpose the drama really wanted us to see hanji pyong as the main lead like when startup was being promoted it was not made clear that namji hyuk was the protagonist um it was clearly like an ensemble thing but also you know the the romantic pairing are do tend to have like main billing and in terms of the history of their work namji hyuk had been main lead in probably more projects than uh, kim sonho at that point um and in terms of popularity kim sonho was not a known name namji hyuk was um so in terms of that billing it was kind of assumed that namji hyuk was probably the main lead but like i said it wasn't established strongly enough that when we were watching the first half it seemed likely enough that maybe maybe kim son ho's character is the one who gets the girl now we come to the backlash that the drama faced i honestly don't think that audiences really strong um, reaction to how um, hanji pyong ended up hurt the drama because till the very last episode a lot of the viewers were kind of hoping something happens like when namdosan leaves for 3 years quite a few people were like still hanging on till the last episode waiting for dalmi to kind of realize no i i think you know namdosan and i would just never have worked he's he's got like it it would not have worked i am actually very much in love with jipyong who's been at my side for 3 years the love for hanji pyong was so strong that people were hanging on till the very last episode waiting for hanji pyong to maybe get his happily ever after it was just the stakes were really high for the audience which also meant that the ratings were really high for the show the show had like above 5% rating which was really high for tvn in seoul and nationwide which just take my word for it it's really high they started off high enough like 4.5ish but by the end of the drama they were consistently hitting 5% so that tells you 
despite our really hostile reaction to how the show ended, people watched it till the very end. Quite a few people watched it till the very end because they wanted to see what happens to Han Ji Pyeong. So yeah, I mean, regardless of the showrunner's original intent, it all kind of worked out for the show. <laughs> But I also don't think that the creators wanted us to hate the ending. They absolutely intended us to fall in love with Han Ji Pyeong. But I don't think anybody expected Han Ji Pyeong's character to kind of like take over the show where he becomes more important than the rest of the cast of Startup. That was not their intent. Um, so let's look at what the drama did wrong with Han Ji Pyeong. Now the funny thing is, like I said, the show really built up Han Ji Pyeong as the probable main lead in the first half. which put them in a position where they kind of overplayed their hand when it comes to the second half what ended up happening was that hanji pyong became so big in the minds of the audience and such a fan favorite that in the second half the writers had to convince us that no while hanji pyong is really cool um it's namdo san who's the real hero of the story he's the guy with the straight moral arc he's the guy who actually deserves uh, to be with dalmi and to have like all the success and all of that um they really needed to work to establish namdo san as the real hero of the story <laughs> and not Anji Pyeong which i mean i am so curious about like the you know behind the scenes relationship between these two actors because it couldn't have been fun to like come on board as the main lead and then kind of be relegated to second lead status for most of the story i mean the drama literally had to give kim son ho's anji pyeong less a lot less screen time in the second half so that we kind of start forgetting about him a little and focus more on namdo san whom they really needed to establish as the hero in 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 this last leg of the story now to make namdo san shine in comparison to hanji pyong is was not going to be an easy feat so what they did was they resorted to very traditional um hallmarks of second lead behavior and forced hanji pyong to Uh, go through with it i'm making it sound like the the, the creators kind of like got hold of kim son ho's throat and were like you will behave in this way but it kind of fell like that didn't it um okay so what are these uh, second lead traits that uh, han ji pyong was displaying um i made a whole video about uh, second leads and you know uh, how k dramas point them out to us in the storyline like how they make them behave but Here are three of the main characteristics. The first is that the second main lead will keep a secret from the heroine, often about the heroine or something that really concerns the heroine. And there's really never a very good reason why they would do it, but if there is a reason, it's usually because they need to protect themselves in some way, emotionally, mostly. They need to protect themselves. And of course, Han Ji Pyeong um doesn't want to tell uh so that me that he was the actual letter writer even though if he had done it at the right moment he could have won her affection maybe but he holds back for too long because he's trying to protect himself emotionally and so there you have number one characteristic of you know a second lead the next two were really out of character for hanji pyong but 
to establish that he's a second lead he had to do that the first was that he had to confess to sodalmi about his feelings even when he knew that she had feelings for another guy and that it was reciprocated it's a very uncomfortable thing that second leads do and the way k drama tend to justify it is that you need catharsis you need to close this chapter and you can only close this chapter once you have confessed and been solidly rejected um think of last year's true beauty i mean you had fongnyop <laughs> had to uh, confess to his schoolboy feelings for moongaeun's character years later when they had just been platonic friends for years he had to make that confession to move on and i used to find this really romantic at one point and i kind of understood hey it's like a, a full circle thing he has to move on but then i more recently my feelings on this has changed and i, and I keep thinking that it's disrespectful you know this woman has feelings for someone else and that she sees you as a friend probably a very good friend someone to rely on and you're kind of destroying this relationship like her reliance on you her being able to see you in a certain way to like vent your feelings um and i don't buy that whole argument that once you have confessed your feel and and been rejected your confess your feelings will just dissipate if that was true then most people would just confess and be like oh i feel so relieved now i don't have feelings for you anymore i just don't buy it and i think it's a bit selfish okay moving on the third thing that uh, kim sonho uh, han ji pyong did very second lady which is that after being rejected he just hung around so second male leads do this quite often he they kind of just hover around the female lead even after they have been either directly or indirectly rejected because they haven't given up hope because the female lead having feelings for someone else and having roundly rejected you is not enough to end your hope they keep having hope and hanji pyong's treatment of this was particularly egregious because even though he had 3 years where namdosan was nowhere around he kind of held off on reconfessing until namdosan came back on the scene he just hung around not furthering their friendship not getting over her not doing much of anything he just hung around from what i could see kind of making her a bit uncomfortable at times and again that takes us back to that thing where second leads kind of act selfishly even though their great arc is supposed to be that they give up the female lead for her own happiness it's practically never really done for her happiness it's because they they are finally convinced that her relationship with the other guy is stable and he can't shake that so the second male lead will only give up when he is convinced that he can't win her her saying no to him doesn't matter is not a deterrent anywho so these are really annoying second lead behaviors and hanji pyong does all of them he's actually like the poster boy for a uh, second lead man in the second half which is really frustrating to watch for all of the reasons that we loved him in the first half as charismatic and decisive and sometimes wrong headed but often just 
well-intentioned as he was, his character shouldn't have had to go through these very conventional tropes to establish himself as the lesser man, just so that Namdusan could shine. I, I was, yeah, I did not, I did not like that at all. Now, set all that aside, I think fans of Hanji Pyong would have been okay with him being relegated to uh, second lead status if the show hadn't also sort of by implication taken away any chance of Hanji Pyong having a happy ending. And I don't necessarily mean a romantic ending with Dalmi, I mean any kind of happy ending. He could have been paired off with someone else, that was always a possibility, but more importantly, they could have solved the actual tragedy of his arc, which was that Hanji Pyong is a character who isolated himself and is, is the kind of person who can't approach someone and become friendly with them and just like ingratiate himself with somebody's, I don't know, circle. Just the way he can be with Halmoni, he really can't be with anyone else. He just puts some distance between himself and um, other characters. So you can't really envision him staying good friends with uh, Dalmi and Dosan once Halmoni passes. So at the end of Startup, you leave him kind of in the periphery of this group of friends and teammates, but not really part of any core circle. His one relationship that he has reestablished with Harmony, sadly has a short, you know, lifespan, probably. But you guys know what I mean, right? She's the only one who's directly invested in his well-being. And he needs someone like her, like with her kind of... Um, interest in him to kind of barge into his life and shake some sense into him when he's like closing up again. So I think most of us really just wanted Hanji Pyong to have the kind of ending where he's either really part of the core group, like actually friends with them and not just kind of having resolved his issues with them, which is where we leave him. And we wanted him to be like an active part of Dalmi and Harmony's family, which was actually very possible, even if he was the second lead. If the show hadn't forced him to kind of hang around as like a third wheel for like three years without like just hanging around Dalmi, making us kind of uncomfortable with his continued interest, even though he wasn't saying anything. Um, kind of trying to get her to a complacent space where he could suddenly spring his confession again. So creepy. If they hadn't done that with his character, if he had genuinely become kind of like a brotherly presence and like just let go of that whole Dalmi obsession, because seriously, he didn't know the girl very well. It didn't actually make sense for him to be hanging on to her for so long after being roundly rejected. If they had just dropped his romantic angle with Dalmi, he could have become a really solid part of, you know, Harmony's family. But they didn't do that. They just really wanted to establish him as the, you know, the, four, the first lead who lost and is definitely lesser than our eventual main lead, which is Namdo-san. I'm starting to confuse myself. <laughs> Uh, they were so dedicated to making Han Ji Pyong's character lesser in the second half that they kind of undercut his arc. Like, it was not satisfying to see that ending for Han Ji Pyong. And mind you, 
fans were so hooked on his arc that they waited till the very last episode just to see if the show somehow does something and gives them that happy ending they were they really wanted that now as a side note if you guys have watched hometown cha 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 which was kim son ho's next big project where he definitely was the main lead their treatment of their second main lead was almost like a response to what happened with startup like the things that startup did wrong hometown cha 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 very consciously tried to correct or rather you know stay away from in their own story for instance they didn't actually introduce the second main lead until almost what close to the halfway mark so you've had ample time for the main you know protagonist to really develop a relationship at that point so you're already invested in their relationship and the second lead just comes in way too late to mess with any of it they also had the second male lead back off as soon as the female lead said no he just accepted that he was too late and he just backed off yes he did that confession thing but in this case this confession had some merit because because the female lead played by shinmina used to have a crush on this guy Th- this was a, a sort of a cathartic resolution for both of them not just for the second male lead so it didn't feel as gratuitous and like wrong it felt like it it's a confession or a conversation that needed to happen so they could continue to be friends which they did it was actually a really healthy resolution to that second male lead confession thing and finally they let the really endearing second male lead have his own cute romance subplot and they paired him off and like he was happy by the end of the drama like they they didn't just like make you fall in love with the second lead and then just leave him in this unhappy black hole to forever play the third wheel while the main pair just like walks off to the sunset you know because of the presence of kim sun ho in both dramas this treatment of the second lead in the two shows being so drastically different is something that really stands out that sentence was terrible so startup was i think my favorite at least definitely one of my favorite dramas of 2020 there was so much about the drama i really loved all the characters i really liked the arc and honestly i was one of the people who were kind of happy that dalmi ended up choosing namdosan the guy she actually got to know and not the you know crush from her imagination so i am not really unhappy that hanjipyong didn't end up with dalmi but i am still sore that he didn't get some kind of a satisfying happily ever after which is why when i saw arvis's comment on my channel um a few days back i immediately started writing the outline for this video this was my catharsis this was my confession to the female lead where i have to get my feelings out so that i can find closure <laughs> and if you like this video you might want to try out another one of my video essays it'll be fun i promise 